Welcome to episode 3 of Sportlist. It's been a while, but we're back. Yes. And you know what? We're dedicating this whole episode because it's been a while. Do not start. Do not start tomorrow. Well, day of, day of recording tomorrow, but when this comes out today, what starts? Yes. It, it, the Rugby World Cup. The Rugby World Cup in La France. I will be going, obviously, to watch England versus Chile. I'm very lucky that Big Phil has provided that for me. He's a, he listens to these, you know, one listener. Yeah, but you never said who Big Phil is. Big Phil is the big Big Phil. It's his dad. No, Big, big Phil, Phil is Big Phil dad. is Big Phil. But apparently, Big Phil got a little bit annoyed at me last time for um, cutting him out. Essentially, you yeah. were about to mention him before, and then that was it. Just done. Sorry, sorry, Phil. Yeah, um, but you've got his apology. So yeah, our our number one listener, <laughs> Big Phil. <laughs> Yes, well, he's taking. He'd go into a few games in the Rugby World Cup. He's a very lucky boy to be going, um, to be going to a few, going with uh, his mate, who's come, who's come down from Australia to watch. Beautiful. Yeah. So, well, here we go then. Rugby World Cup predictions. Who do you think's going to win the World Cup? Straight South out. South Africa. South Africa. I have to say it. I want it. Um, my dad probably won't be listening. If you are dad, hello. South Africa is going to win. I think that I, I hope I hope they win, but I don't know. You're if not going to be happy. If they do that. win, then I'll be buzzing. If they don't, then I guess I kind of have to go back to England. Then if not England, Ireland, because I feel like they're like the next closest ones to us. I know they're all like huge. Yeah. They're all like huge uh, rivals and shit, but you know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, South Africa. It's not a bad. It's one of the top. It, this World Cup is really so interesting to me because. You've got four potential winners, and I can't think. Of, I think we had three potential winners last time. Mm. Four potential winners, but not everyone's going to get to the semi-final of the way the bracket's gone. You're looking at New Zealand, Ireland, uh, New Zealand, Ireland, France, and South Africa. They're both in Group A and B. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, for context, I have never seen any of this so I don't know these, what the groups are so on my laptop I've got the predictions here and we will go through every single what my predictions are for every group and every single you good? no no I'm just I'm yeah. just gonna think so we will go through every group what we predicted from 8th from 1st to 5th and then we'll go through the brackets we'll talk about some teams we say they're gonna do really well players to watch out for so let's start with the group wait, 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 okay excuse me do you have anything else for the sports list this week I know I know I know that it is very. Okay. It's gonna, this is going to be rugby based. So if you don't, if you're not into rugby, then go. But what I mean, give it a listen. You might, you might end up re- thinking. Well, I think people should watch the Rugby World Cup. I think it's a good one to start. I think people, if you, if you haven't watched rugby, watch the World Cup. Rugby that an all-time high on like talent wise. No, of course, but I just mean like. Right, give, give the give the other people a little okay. something, like a few updates off the top of your head. The top of my head, it's been the transfer window that's closed. For football, yeah, transfer window for football closed. Deadline deal. I think only the big one for me. Other United fan, you got Amrat finally come and join for Man United from, I think it was Florentina. Um, Ansu Fati moved from Barcelona, the yeah. big, the beautiful city of Barcelona, okay. to Brighton. Uh, Jesus, mine, mine is not. Well, very because I'm, I'm very loud. You are very loud. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. But yeah. So Barcelona players moved from Barcelona to Brighton. I love that culture change for him. And Sufati's gone to see the on loan to Brighton. That's going to be really interesting if he can stay fit. That's going to be really cool. Um, your Manchester United have been taken off the market by the Glazers reportedly. 
Um, that is just news I don't like to hear. Um, no, on the sport list, but let's have a little rant about Clay. I'm going to have a little rant about the Clay. This five minute rant. Five, no, no, no. We, we, not five minutes, don't worry. Just give it like... Um, okay, The this is... All right, I'm going to explain because some rival fans, it really pisses me off when rival fans say the Gladers are spent. Yeah, they spent, but we've, we're, fa- we're a fading club behind the scenes <clears> and that's where a lot of our problems stem. The nepotism in that club is stupid. Unbelievably stupid. You literally can get any job you want if you used to play for Man United or your mates with the Glazers. Darren Fletcher, retired. You're the Scottish footballer, retired, really good player for United. What, what do United do? We need a technical director. We're Manchester United, we can get any technical director in the world. You can. We're, we're one of the biggest teams in the world. We're so, if we're not dr- the biggest. Yeah. Maybe well, not Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah. But yeah. we're one of the biggest teams in the world. We can probably, and we can afford any technical director. Yes. We go and hide Darren fucking Fletch. Darren. Darren Fletch. <laughs> Darren <laughs> Fletch, who has no like qualifications to be in that position. It's uh, stupid. Okay. It's really. I can't believe that we've. It will happen like ages ago, but it just shows the stupidity. Like, it's the reason why the club is failing. And you want, if you want examples of why what they does to the club, look at Liverpool. Um, I think in the 80s or the 90s mm. they were they literally had everyone who used to be in their glory days and then they mm. just went downhill and it took like 20 years for them to rebuild under and they're the not clock. doing amazing now are they, are they, what are they they're like doing alright they're they? doing alright okay, but good. it's that level of nepotism that is just running through the club okay Glazers boxed off football kind of boxed off I mean obviously there's like a billion other teams out there um Next, go to any other sports? Uh, crickets. Uh, England, 2-1 up in the ODIs t- in the T20 series. Beautiful. It's the world, that, that's the Cricket World Cup soon. <laughs> the Cricket T50 World Cup. I didn't Cup. even know Cricket had a World Cup. England are the reigning defending champions and we are looking good. I bet it started in England too. And we are, it, it was held in England. I remember, this is a really good memory I have of me and my granddad actually. Me and my granddad and my dad. We were in a local restaurant in Latias called mm. Latias. One of my favourite restaurants in Beverly. If you go, go beautiful garlic bread. The garlic bread is godly there. This man loves garlic bread. I know it's my favourite garlic bread, <laughs> and the mixed grill as well, beautiful. But we were in Latias, and I was watching it on my phone because they didn't have any TV screens in. So I had my granddad on one side, and my dad on the other side, and I had like two waiters behind me <laughs> watching the cricket okay. because they went to Super Rovers. So it was literally like, it was a penalty shootout for cricket. Uh, so it went to Super Rover, then England won. I will never forget, I think it was Stokes who jumped and the ball hit his bat and then went off for a four because he was about to get ran, ran out. I don't even know what a four is. When they hit the boundary. and it, When they hit okay. the boundary, not on a full. But yeah, England, that, uh, that's going to be interesting. Okay. Cricket World Cup. Um, Go on, hit me again. I'm, someone, I'm, someone told me that there was a good UFC fight this week. Oh, Sugar Sean Strickland versus. Yes. Oh, Sugar. Who did Sugar Sean Strickland? I didn't watch the fight. Pat. Wait, have they already fought? Yeah, they've already fought. I uh, swear that it was. Yeah, it was Sugar Sean. UFC two eight two. Right. Paddy Bimlet fought. Paddy Bimlet. When did that? That's eleventh December. Why did oh, yeah, that, that one was come last? up last? Yeah, UFC. I'll just put UFC there. 
Well, that's well, one Adesanya. Yeah. Oh well, that's this Sunday. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've we, we yeah, already I'm talked about this one. Yeah. We talked about this on the first podcast: Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Yes. I, t- I told you they hadn't fought yet. Yeah, but well, I forgot that was actually happening, and it's even favorite fighter. That's big. Fuck up for what, me. What number UFC are they in? 293. 293, nearly hitting that UFC oh, 300. Yeah, I know. I wonder who they'll have fight. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, the former UFC champion. Oh, could you imagine they have like just some like dumbass fight like McGregor versus Brock Lesnar? I was literally talking about that uh, at work today, actually. Um, we were talking about like McGregor and his like fall off. He is just like crazy steroid muncher calling people out. I want him to fight. I would love I to see him fight, him fight again. I would love to see like how he would perform, but at the same time, I don't I want him to fight in the UFC though. I want him to do boxing. I think his legs are just so fucked. Um, if you saw how bad his ankle was against Dustin Poirier, oh yeah, that was that was a poor. Oh, that was his last fight, wasn't it? Yeah, that that ankle. He's an old man now. He's like he's like well, not old man, but like old in terms of fighting. But I want to see him in the boxing ring. I yeah. want to see. I actually want to see him against Jake Paul. I think the build up to that fight. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really asked about Jake Paul fighting any of these other big names. You know, I feel like if if I were to actually enjoy a fight from Jake Paul, it would be against. JJ. And yeah, I mean, obviously that's like the obvious one. Whether they'll actually fight, because apparently there's like rumors that they might not. I don't think they will. Um, really? I don't. Think, I, it's gonna be both of those. You know, Joshua's got now got Fury. Like, and Fury will have Joshua. Yeah. Like if they did, if they fought, I, I think don't really care. Vidal Riley actually brought it up really, and I think it's quite good like, yeah, I'm, I watched it and I thought he's got a good point if you look at the big heavyweights you've always got those people in the same year they've never really fought yeah. the Fury's going to have Joshua instead Joshua's going to have Fury um, I would rather have Joshua Wilder than Joshua Fury well we're getting that aren't we Joshua Wilder oh is it when, yeah. when's that happening uh, I don't know it's not been confirmed yet but they're negotiating mm. um, but I kind of I kind of want to see. Well, it depends if KSI beats Tommy. If KSI beats Tommy, I, I see no point to Jake because what's the point of fighting Jake when you've beaten the person he he lost against? When no, but that that's what that's what Jake. I actually remember watching. We were watching that podcast, and he yeah. was like, "Well, if he beats Tommy, he doesn't have to fight me." So he thinks KSI. Uh, he thinks KSI fighting Tommy is actually easier. Than him fighting. That's just. I think ego. there's less pressure on JJ to win Tom, against Tommy. Against Tommy uh, uh, than what it is against Jake because yeah. think about it. This, there's there's been this it. build up for like what six months. Mm. Like Jake fought Tommy and it was like oh now and then KSI. I didn't even think he was gonna fight Tommy because it's like oh well if Jake's currently the best in influencer boxing and now he's lost okay then I thought it was gonna like branch off into like its own thing, but. Then JJ kind of came out of nowhere and was like, oh, I'm going to fight him now. And then, I mean, I guess I'm like going to watch it, but I'm not really too... Well, I think the thing with Tommy, I think he's somehow easier to negotiate with Jake because I think Jake has his own sponsors. Hmm. I, I don't think... I think the Fury... Tommy's hard to negotiate, but I think just because of sponsor-wise, I think Jake is harder because... Obviously, he's sponsored by Cellulose, but any fight that JJ is going to be on is going to be sponsored by Prime. Yeah. JJ ain't going to allow another sports drink to sponsor his card because he wants Prime on there. So I think that's just going to be a hard fight to negotiate just because of sponsors and other third parties. And I think that's the first ever like influencer yeah. boxing that's ever just going to be taken out because of political 
political agendas or I mean I guess it's good yeah. because it kind of shows the maturity I mean it's not it's necessarily not. mature but it's shown the um, the level that it's at the fact that there yeah. are these huge because people can't shit though. on it it takes it away no from, from the fan but yeah. I mean for the like I want to say for like the sport as a whole I, what I'm trying to say is it's basically like oh people can take the piss out of it but it is you know kind of the it is, it's, it's mainstream now I remember the KSI v Logan Paul well, Sky picked that up. Yeah, but the thing about this situation is that the reason why professional boxing has gone downhill is because they can't get the big fights. We There's no big names we, and it's all... No, but we, we never got fewer with Joshua because of the politics that are going around the negotiating. Now with JK, JJ and Jake Paul, mm. they're not going to they're not going to fight because of the politics. And it's just... Yeah. That's... No, they need right, to fix. They right. need to sort it out to get it going, mm. to make sure they are different from the professionals. And I think, I do think, JJ and Jake Paul, if they had a fight, and Anthony Joshua and Fury had a fight the same year, I think it'd be really interesting to see that pay per view buying for both oh, of them. Oh yeah, because be... I think there is a possibility, and JJ and Jake Paul. I think that'd be Could, bigger. I think it would be bigger. It, it's it's one more accessible, and two, I feel like a lot more adults. I mean, to be fair, people who go to bars to watch fights—that's dropping the pay per view. I mean, we're watching, we're going to a bar to watch KSI Tommy Fury, aren't we? Yeah, I guess, but that's not that. Weirdly enough, is like our generation of like main boxing. I would never look at KSI the way that I look at Mike Tyson. Oh, no, definitely he will not. never be like that ever, and. I feel like he'd understand why but in terms of entertainment like entertainment value I think that it's like the equivalent could you of, say KSI have had more influence on boxing than Mike Tyson in, oh no 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 in the in the fact he's got more people to do it look at the the other Misfits card that's coming up no. someone someone from a meet and greet they did in uh, West Ham's boxing gym uh, with Vid- when Vidal was the old coach he went yeah. to that boxing tryout for, and it was the first time he's ever done boxing now he's on the main card for Misfits next pay okay so you pay-per-view. I see what you're saying in terms of getting like people to actually like go into boxing matches but you've got to look at it from like a community perspective as well in terms of like Mike Tyson he probably had Hundred, like thousands of people mm. pick up boxing gloves and try and like gain more discipline from prison from places in America like you, you the way that you're looking at it currently is a very streamlined approach yeah I think a lot of people will definitely focus because the thing is with JJ is he's never really focused on like he's talking about how hard he's training but he's never really encouraged it as much whereas I feel like Mike Tyson was very was part of like this whole boom of motivational speaking and working hard and trying hard achieving yeah, goals that. using boxing to drive that whether I think Mike Tyson was bigger than just the boxing as well whereas K- uh, no I, I'm sorry I, I just disagree KSI yeah, well, that's is fine, not, that's fine yeah I think you just got if yeah. you look at the bigger picture yeah the bigger picture I think, Mike Tyson is but insane I, I do think in this modern generation. I think you could make the argument that KSI had 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 more influence over boxing than someone like Anthony Joshua. Oh, because it's it's such a tough one because again, there's the community surrounding it, 
And I, maybe, maybe, yeah, because JJ is now a bigger name. Yeah. But I, I think for a moment, Anthony Joshua did have it. But then after he started like losing a little bit, it's not that he lost what his community. What about Fury? Do you think? No, I don't think he's had. Like, I think he's a good boxer. I think he's a, you know, he's a big, huge guy, and he's very talented mm. for what he like his size and stuff. In terms of influence, because I think he's branded himself as the Gypsy King. I think that's almost detached him from any community that could latch on. Like apart again, from the gypsies, apart from gypsies who like they're like notoriously tough. But um, Anthony Joshua, however, he like he he like encourages people to stay fit, stay healthy, do X, Y, and Z. Tyson Fury just knows that he's good. Like he's literally fat. Yeah. <laughs> like he he's, he he in his uh, press conferences, he stand up and he shakes his belly, or he'll be like, "You've been beaten up by a fat man." Like that is he just knows that he's really good. He doesn't, re- and he I really rate what he does with mental health. But that's not really encouraging boxing as much. And I, I I've, got, think I've, I've kind of got a problem there. with Tyson Fury and mental health right now. I think he's drawing too much on it. I think everyone battles with mental health differently. Everyone's got different on a different spectrum of mental health, in my opinion. Some people are very bad. Some people are very good at dealing with it. Yeah. But Tyson Fury, yeah, he's got mental problems. He said he's got. I think he said he's got ADHD. No, he's, he's, got, he's got yeah, he's got his own problems. He's got I just, split person. That um, what Kanye West has? Um, I have no idea. Bipolar. Bipolar. Uh, he's got bipolar. But my thing with Tyson, I think he's drawing way too much on it to get sympathy for him, so he can. I, you know draw what? It it's it's fight. hard again to judge because you can't see the mental. Thing. Yeah. And um, we're not going to go into it too much, but I just think one minute he's like this crazy really like oh yeah let's you know we need to do this this and this and this for mental health and then 20 minutes later he just comes across as a bit of an ass. and like I you can say that the bipolar but I know the only other person who famous person I know who has bipolar is Kanye West and I've never seen him like that before I don't I mean yeah, I think I think this is a rabbit hole that this yeah, is not really the, in our like things right us, but let's move well, on I'm, to the I'm, I'm, you, you know what I'm trying to say yeah I just right. don't think he's had the influence is that KSI but yeah okay rugby world rugby cup rugby world cup right <laughs> we're going to go through the groups and then we're going to go through the brackets and then we're going to say players to watch out for dark horses and all that yes so coming in at group A group so group A from top to bottom, who's going to go where? Mm-hmm. This is their place in order, which I have predicted. I have said France, New Zealand, Italy, Uruguay, and Nambia. So France and New Zealand will progress. With France getting a bet, will get me getting a better draw than New Zealand, who came in second. I, I did. Also, oh, you built this. Yes, I built right, okay. it. Okay. I said take a screenshot so you can like show people. I will. I'll, I'll do it after the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did brackets because I I think. It's such a hard draw because I've told you already about the group. They were drawn three years ago, and a lot of teams have got way better. A lot of teams have got a lot worse. England. England. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were like third in the world when the when it got drawn, yeah, yeah. and now we're seventh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh We've okay. dropped off. Group B. This is your group. I've gone South Africa number one, followed Ooh. by Ireland, then Ooh. Scotland, Tonga, and Romania. Is that but, what would happen if like they all played really well? Yeah. I, yeah, I, well, I assume I've it's said, structured exactly like I, the I, I, don't, I don't know how that group's going to go because I think Scotland going to beat South Africa really but I think they're going to lose to Ireland but South, uh, South Africa beat Ireland but oh. beat everyone else and I think it's going to be really interesting that group that, that is my group to watch because 
that South Africa. Yeah, could, I, I'm looking. For, I'm looking way more forward to that. Like, I'm not gonna Tonga lie. Tonga's gonna be hard as well. Wait, where's England? England. Oh, you don't think England? Oh, yeah. wait, Group D. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's have a look. England are losing to Argentina. Wait, wait, wait. We'll, we'll get onto that. Okay, we, we've okay. got Group Sorry, C. Um, okay. Well, we've had the group. Well, what I say, Group B is the group of death because there's so many good teams in there. Group C is another group of death because they're all doing so shit, apart from Fiji, who are doing too well for themselves. You, But I've said, you've got Australia topping the group, then followed by Fiji, and Wales are going to go out of the World Cup, going into third, followed by Georgia and Portugal. We'll talk about these after, okay. but Group D... Argentina are going to top the group, followed by England, Samoa, Japan, and Chile. What if England don't even get through? I won't be surprised. Really? I took, when we lost to Fiji, I rang my dad up, Big Phil, obviously. Yeah, I rang Big, Big Phil. Phil up, I said... Big up, Big, Big Phil. Big Phil. Um, after the Fiji game, I said, Big Phil, I don't think England will make out the group stages. Okay. And he, and he was like, it won't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> it won't surprise us. But we've both said... So who are you actually supporting? Like, if you... If you could choose, I, I mean, I assume it's England that yeah. you want to win. But outside of England, who are you outside wanting of England, to win? South Africa. Not South Africa. <laughs> because they won last year against England. Okay. It'll be Argentina. Um, I lo- I lo- Wait, South Africa were the last winners of the World yeah, Cup? Yeah, they're current holders right now. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Let's go for two in a row. Have they ever done that? Uh, I think New Zealand would have done it. Yeah, New Zealand did it in 2011 and 2015. Okay. Yeah. Um... But if South Africa do win this World Cup, they would be the team to hold the most World Cups at four World Cups. It's currently between New Zealand and South Africa at three. Oh, three each. Three each. Okay. So if they win this one, four World Cups. Okay. And that puts some shame a bit with the, the All Blacks, apparently the best team in the world. But I think the team, if I wasn't supporting England, the team I'm wanting to do well, I think there's two. I always want Fiji to do well. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, like, Fiji's kind of like a curveball. I, I was not expecting that. Fiji, I, 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 again, they, I, they live and breathe rugby. Oh, really? They okay. live and breathe it. And do you know what? They probably will play the best rugby that in the World Cup. They okay. don't like to rook. They don't like to maul. They like the ball to be moving all the time. Oh, that's sick, though. That, the, I, I want to... When are Fiji playing? Well, well, don't worry, mate. I'll be watching every single game. No, I'll, no, I know. <laughs> but, like, if, I, if I'm, like, working or some shit. But I'm just saying, like... When's their first game? I want to see. Uh, they'll probably be Saturday. I think it's Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. Their first um, game. What am I doing Saturday? Oh, I don't know. We said we we're going to go for a walk, but I think I've said no because I want to watch. Oh no! Yeah, you said you wanted to get back though. Yeah, but we can go for a walk. Oh wait! But we're probably going to be hungover, aren't we? Uh, we should. Be, we'll discuss this after because yeah, this yeah. is planned. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if my dad's listening to this and be like, Alex, don't you dare go out. Um. Your son gets absolutely shit faced. Oh, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Off of like three pints as well, he's like somehow a lightweight too. I'm not a lightweight. <laughs> My dad's seen me after three drinks. Anyway, yeah, you're on your ass. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to tequila. There we go. Right. What we think, I think this is group could change a lot. Group B, we're talking about. Yeah. I think anything could happen. Tonga could upset. Tonga, very good. You know, it's so weird seeing the like groups from rugby opposed to like football. Yeah, like they are like Fiji. What Georgia? You never even do they even Georgia make it into really the regular good. World Cup? Georgia, um, so Tonga, really. Namibia, uh, Chile. This is their first World Cup. Namibia. No, Chile. Chile. Oh, fair play. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, Chile. I'm going. To, I'm. That's and why I'm then, happy at that match. I watched any. You know Chile. what? If if um, South Africa don't win, 
I want Japan to win. Japan. They won't win, but I want them to. Lost to Italy. And Italy ain't the greatest. So, we've done the but group stage. And you said that they'd go through. Who? Who? Oh, wait, was that just the... Yeah. So, what... Okay, okay, lay it out for me. So, this is just the... Group stage. So, they can lose to each other. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Because it's group stage, isn't it? Right, okay. So, when does the actual... Um, what's it called? Tournament start? The tournament after the group stage. Yeah, I, know. I don't know what day. You don't know the day. I don't know the exact date. Man has a f- sports podcast and he doesn't know the date. But I'm, you need to know it just starts. This, it just starts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But so this is what's going to happen. So this is what is going to happen if those group stages we said are going to happen if they win. Okay. In the quarterfinals, it'll be Australia, England, South Africa, New Zealand. Oh really? Argentina, Fiji, France, Ireland. Those so are very good games. The two, the four teams that I've said are the favourites will be facing each other in the quarterfinals if my group stages are correct. Now, this is who I said are going to win. Okay. Australia, England. Bofrick versus Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones sacked before the Rugby World Cup. He was the coach of England and he went to coach Australia. Bofrick came in and he's took charge of England. It's chance for Bofrick to show people like me it was the right decision because he got one over the wrong co- other coach. Okay. Or it's a chance for Eddie Jones to put the middle finger up at England and yeah. say... Wait, so they basically just swapped? Yeah. No, 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 they haven't swapped. Bofrick got brought in from Leicester. Right, um, okay. But that, that I really want that to happen because I think that'd be such an interesting game, like going in the build-up for that, yeah. being interested. And I have said England are going to make it through. Yes, I have said, even even though we're so shit. Oh wow, you you would not. You think Australia are going to lose to England? Yes, Australia not doing the best as well. No, they're not. Okay, <laughs> no. okay. So, and then it's going to be South Africa, New Zealand. Even though South Africa did New Zealand before the World Cup, even though. Yeah, they'll probably be coming back for like revenge. So yeah, like, New they Zealand will be hungry to win. The, I can only think of the I can only think of one team that's humbled New Zealand in a World Cup, and that was England in the semi final that last really? World. Really, the best I, I, I have ever seen. I think I've seen the TikTok where they were like passing it. Yeah. obviously they're passing it back. But it won but the it was like, it was like a perfect good line that oh yeah England no, I know, I that was the best I've ever seen England play. Yeah, and New Zealand were humbled, and I so. Honestly, no team were going to beat England that day. Um, mm. If England turned up to stuff to the World Cup final like that, they would would have ran over South Africa. Really, England were so good that day. But I think New Zealand are going to get that. Argentina, <laughs> Fiji. I have said Argentina to beat Fiji. Okay. And then it France, Ireland, France because it's an Irish thing to do to always get knocked out in the quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup, even though they're the number one team in the world. Who who gave them the number one team in the world? Though? Well, because of like how many games they've run recently, what form they're oh, on, right, the points okay. and all that. So yeah, Ireland they'd always do it in the past three World Cups. Number one team in the world knocked out in the quarterfinals. A pressure. Yeah, they can't they can't handle the pressure, and they're also going against France, and it's their World Cup as well. Yeah, and you'll find out later what I think of France going to happen to them. Ooh, I think that's well, probably. I can see. I can see this right now. So yeah. In, oh, is so that semi- who you think's gonna? Oh. So semi-finals. I don't England, know if I agree. England, New Zealand. I reckon England are going to go out there to that semi-final. They're going to have some of those players played in that 2019 semi-final. 
Okay. And they know what's going to happen, and they know what they're up against. And I think they they're going to get into a huddle before the game. And they said, "Last World Cup, we played these boys in the last in our in semi final. We've played so well, and we've never played better. I know we've not been playing well, and I think if we put everything, we give everything we have in this World Cup for the, everything, every little bit oh, we can, have. Can I finish this? You will be able to finish this, didn't And they go out there." They've watched a hacker, and, what and happens? then they lose. Oh, they don't lose. They don't just lose. They get shit on. They get shitted on because they are shitted. <laughs> shitted. They get shitted on because England, New Zealand. That is just a foregone conclusion right now. England. Yo, I. If if England win that now, if England win that now, they they, God is real. <laughs> <laughs> if England win that. God is real. Argent- How long does it go on for? A month? A month and a half. A month and a half. Nice. Argentina versus France. As I said, France are going to win, but I think that'd be a really cool game. I think that's going to be one of the games of the mm. World Cup. And then, I told you this morning that this World Cup, because of how it is, we could get the beginning game be the same game at the final. <sighs> and I think that's going to happen. And I think, like the group stage, France are going to beat New Zealand. And I, and I predict... France to win the Rugby World Cup in their home country. Uh, well, how many times have they won it? Never won it. I don't think they're going to win. It's the golden generation for them. Is it? Such a good team. I, uh, you saw how good they were against Scotland. I know, but just like looking at everything, I would swap... Nah, I want South Africa to win, but I just feel like... New, maybe what I know currently, New Zealand will thingy them. Hopefully England win. It'd be weird, New Zealand versus Australia. That'd be kind of cool. You can't get, you can't. Oh, in the semi-finals. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be a repeat of the 2015 World Cup final. That would have been. Um, oh really? Yeah, and New Zealand absolutely ran through Australia. Oh, really? okay. Absolutely ran. I feel through. like I've said, oh really, like a million times. Oh really? Oh really? Oh really? Oh really? Oh really? But anyways, yeah, yeah. So looking at this, dark horses. I think, honestly, looking at it, you're looking at two dark horses here, Argentina and somehow England. <laughs> because there's seven Frank yeah, in the world, you, and we got them going to the same. Contradictive with what you're saying. So, but like, you I got, think, but yeah, no, no, England but, is so shit. And then but my got thinking them in the with England final. is that their run to the semi-final, like how you know when you remember when England got to the semi-final of the World Cup and we mm. lost to Croatia, it yeah. was an easy run to the semi-final, and people got. Wait yeah, I know what you mean. If England get to the semi-final, it's because... We... Uh, is the England rugby team kind of similar to the English football team in a way no. that it's... Right now, uh, yes. Bear with me. Excuse me. Ugh. So, it's like, they are all very good. Mm. And they are very good as a team. <clears throat> Sorry. Don't worry. My throat. They're very good as a team. But then, watching them is almost kind of boring. So it's like they just oh, play God. so safe that it's like, I don't know, it's very British of us to play safe and just like, okay, let's just scrape the win. Like, let's not lose. So let's just, at least every time I watch the football, you know, like England play, I'm like, you know, we have the these, women's. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. We have the men's. Sorry. Men. Because women, we have the women's like, English football team play brilliant football. <clears throat> Um, the men's team is like you from an outsider perspective who doesn't really watch that much sport even though I'm mm. sat on like my third episode of a sports podcast um, watching it is like 
wow, look at all these superstar players. Each and every single one of them is sick. They play well together. But then the second there's a tiny little threat, it's like, oh, it's over. At least that's how I feel. Like You've actually... I've never thought of it like that. And you're actually bang on. Um, I think... Even if England get to the semi-final, I think Bothrock has to go. Or he has to absolutely win the Six Nations. Because the way England are playing is... It's boring. It's not progressive. It's just... It's killing the game. And how we used to play with very... On the front, we tried everything we did. Eddie Jones... Mm. Under Eddie Jones in our prime... He made it such like a key thing to score a try in the first ten minutes. Yeah, like that was England from the ten, first ten minutes. Score a try. We need. We need. It was. It wasn't. Oh, we need to score a try. It's they needed to score a try. And you know they're the different. Yeah. You know they're the different. It's like if they didn't score a try, they were gonna lose. Like that's how much it was in their brain to score a try in the yeah. first ten minutes. Still watching Boffrick play. Un- watching it under Boffrick, it's just. Yeah, <laughs> it's we have not even in the England squad because I was speaking to Big Phil again about it. Yeah, the team we got against Argentina, Big Phil, the team we got against Argentina, we've got one of the f- we've got a very very fast uh, winger called Arndell in our squad. Yeah, this is England. England, okay. not in the matchday squad, in the World Cup squad. Okay, and against Argentina, he's probably our best. He's actually, in my opinion, our best winger we've got right now, and he didn't even get in the matchday squad. And it's just hard sometimes because it's just it's simple decisions like that. It's like why? Like they put Elliot Daly in there. I just think when it comes, they like they try and be like, let's think outside the box for this. And I don't know why I did American, but like they always like try and think, let's not do the obvious thing. But you know what? Sometimes, just do it. Yeah, because sometimes the obvious thing is the correct I've, thing. Yeah, it's just always like these uh, these big kind of I want to say like the film industry almost, but like there's these big pe- high up people like a yeah. manager, for example, where they're like, I see something in him. Like I don't know. Uh, give me an example of that for like the English football team. I'd say Kane, but he actually plays all right for um, England. Oh God, Calvin Phillips. No, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Okay, I meant that's who I meant. Maguire. Har- Harry no, Maguire. Maguire plays all right for England. No, no, but he doesn't deserve. Re- to be- regardless, okay, yeah. they just like he he's shit for Manchester. Okay, so why on earth? But somebody's probably like, I see something in him. That Southgate honestly sees something in Maguire. Do you know what I think he sees? That Maguire is Maguire on his knees, ready to suck him off. That, I know that's really explicit, but how else did he get into that England team? I don't know. I, I mean, personally, I don't dislike Maguire as a player. I just think there's better options. So many better options. Like the fact that I can sit here and say that is like you know, mad. No, there's even better option than Man United. Johnny Evans, who got who's 35 and got relegated with Leicester City last year, and we signed him on a free contract, is better than Harry Maguire. But you don't know how well that guy plays with um, thing. Well, I'm, what I'm just trying to say is they just they basically just make the wrong decisions and play it off as like, uh, you'll see, I I'll prove them wrong. But it's like stop stop trying to do that. Seems just, that just do ever since Boffrit's been in charge, um, he's been like that. I haven't been proved r- wrong yet. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why do these people come in and do that? Like, just like okay. They're play. They're they're getting these like crazy, pl- not crazy, but like they're getting these players yeah. onto the pitch, and that are like that might be insane prodigies, 
but then because they don't know what they're capable of because they're um, miscellaneous players almost yeah. they're then playing them safe it's like if you're going to have these players that uh, people kind of suggest to not use then play them how you know play them well don't play them yeah. safe I feel like it's a bit like Marcus if you're not Smith. making a safe choice why are you making a safe game that's yeah. what I'm, I think the, a, good example, a good example of that right now in the English squad is Marcus Smith Marcus Smith incredible fly off for the Harlequins brilliant watching him play is amazing um, but for England he just doesn't work under Bofrick but he starts him thankfully he's not starting against Argentina he's starting forward but he started him in a warm up and it was like the full strength England team and he just didn't fit the system because he's a very expressive player he likes to be very creative mm. Bofrick he's not a creative guy if if someone told Pipped on the bot, the, 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 England, one, the way I'll describe England in England, sports, we were never creative. We, we used to be. So, we we used are to so be. bland, but it's just like I feel like that's just like showing the country as a whole. Yeah. Like this country, there's so many creative things that come out of it, but in terms of everything, just like modern day life is so uncreative. Do you not think? Yeah. And it, the sports re- recently, anyways, I think the sports really reflects that. Like there is every sport is just so stale right now. Yeah. Like I think obviously the apart I'm, from the cricket I'm cricket's looking, amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally I disagree but that's that's based on preference and if you're if you're enjoying that England no, I, I don't England, watch cricket. England should have won the Ashes but Manchester's shitty weather said fuck you we're not letting you win the Ashes they got two days rained off in the Ashes and they were 500 run up, runs up okay so they might be doing well but I just think Thank there you. is for, for that community of the sport but I think as somebody yeah as somebody who again doesn't really watch sport you know that uh, that something is booming in sport when you know about it without even having to like, look into it yeah and there is nothing in football I've not heard about that for like a football's few weeks. not booming yeah foot, there's nothing in, like there's in combat sports like it is doing obviously all of them are still doing very well they still have their main fan base but I think what every sport is failing to do right now is Diversified their audience. Like there is very little advertising. One, from one. Which one? Formula One. Yeah, you know what? That is that's that's so right. I have heard so much about Formula One in the past few yeah. weeks, but then drive I, to survive. I, if you hadn't have told me about the Rugby World Cup, nada. The football, I don't even know who's winning. I don't know who won what game. I haven't been keeping up with football. Yeah. <laughs> It's boring podcast. to watch. It's so boring to watch the Premier League right now. We were talking about this. This is what I'm saying. Like, unless it's the race to the end, nobody We were cares. literally talking about this at my work. Um, the What Pep Guardiola's done, the, the, the possession game and all that, football for the last 10 years in England Premier League is boring to watch. But if you think about... Um, I mean, unless you're a City fan. If, well, if you think about from 2000 to 2010... Watch some watch highlights from those. Watch watch a game, so fun. Yeah, so again, it count, it's all the ball, games are so end, safe end to, to end. watch. End to end you have these beautiful. crazy superstars that are so capable of doing so much on mm. the field, but they just play this like safe game. And okay, yeah, it might be working for some teams, i.e., City. Yeah, but it's it's so boring. Well, an example of this is. Uh, Rodri versus Roy Keane. They're playing the same position, and they were, and they are both. They were both in the best team around. Mm. It, Roy Keane was allowed to pick the ball up and run with the ball and go past defenders. This and, is now rugby. No, this is football. 
Oh, so Roy Keane, the boys Man United, Man United legend. He could be pick the ball up and he could run with it, and he'll be a bit creative with it. Rodri is only allowed to pass. If Rodri wanted to and he was allowed to, he could run past defenders and create some magic of his own. But he's not allowed because Pep Guardiola put it in his brain that he needs to pass it, pass, 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 pass. Doesn't allow for that individual creativity. Hat more. Do you? Th- yeah, I was just about to ask. Like, do you think the managers nowadays have like almost too much control? Yes. Like, okay, imagine rugby for example, because we were talking about that. What if they were like, okay, here's a base tactic, but kind of go and have. I feel like there's a there's a huge fun element that just isn't there anymore. It's yeah. all about building the superstars, and it it is it kind of comes to like a level of control. So these managers have control and they have very much focus on... So think about like Haaland, for example. I could be 100% wrong here, but they know that he's gained a lot of traction recently. Yeah. So their tactic, their tactics are probably very heavily based around getting him the ball yeah, in the box. Yeah, but they, they know that if, he can get, if they can get Haaland the ball in the box, he's going to finish. But then there's no creativity for any other player. Exactly. So it, if that is reflected into rugby and, you know, however many other like sports that are like in that then it, it's just kind of sad to watch I don't know what every other sport in the world is like currently well, the American good thing football about, could be doing pretty well um, the good thing about rugby I think you, you're you always going to get that creative freedom because you do need to be creative to build to break that like, unlike football defensive lines in football then why is it not reflecting in our game the defense well because England are shit at doing it but if you watch like France, <laughs> we're not a creative country that's the problem if you we watch, need to really if you yeah. watch like a France or a New Zealand they, they need a creative they need to create like some creative front point because they need to break a one line yeah they break that line they're flying through England we can do it sometimes but right now we, we okay no, you know we, what England I, can do I am, it I'm praying that there is some switch in their heads that is like currently happening. Oh, I do. And too. then they, we just we watch it and we're like, oh my. Do you know what? We, but it is so, so it is so simple. Boffrick needs to allow the backs to play. We've got. I need to pick the backs. Great. You got Ollie Lawrence and Joe Marchant. Marchant is strong runner and he can be quite creative with the ball. And you've also got Ollie Lawrence, who's just a brilliant strong runner. You can, if you get pair them up with Ford, who's very good at controlling the line and being quite creative. At controlling that line and making sure everyone knows what they're doing, you've got a really good option. That Freddie Stewart playing at fullback from 15, got a lot of options with that. England, we have the options, Arndale, we have the options to do something creative, do something magical, do something that's innovative. But for whatever reason, they have not been allowed to do it. And it, it's, a, it's really a shame. And that's the annoying thing about England, is yeah. it's there. Okay. But. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, that, we, we <laughs> talked about England a lot. So Argentina are going to be the dark horses for me. Okay. Um, they've never. I don't think, to my memory, uh, they've not they've never got to a semi final, and I've got them going to the semi final really? for this one. I think they're going. I think Argentina are very good. They're, they are the most passionate team. You watch in them against England more on passion. Saturday. More, more energy. Passion. More yeah. energy. More yeah. passion. What, what are they? What are the other words? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but more passion. But they have watched them against England, and you'll see how passionate they get. They yeah. are, and they are probably their biggest shit howlery team in, the, in ever. They are yeah. just, they love winding. I just, I, I, I hope that in this there is a game that is like the final of the in, like not the, England, the well the, the Qatar World final. Yeah, I think that's oh. going to be France New Zealand. I think they're going to. I magic. hope that it is like the 
this is this is li- this is once in a lifetime sort of game. Yeah, like there will never be a game that perfect in mm. football for like a long time. Once, and I feel like if that could happen in rugby, then I think again it will. Like that game made me a fan of f- football to watch because, excuse me, if that happens, then I've, I want I want more of that. It's a very thrilling inviting game where the ho- every player on that pitch has their life in it and well, every this is the same I've predicted the same I thought I did this I predicted the same World Cup final in the 2011 one and do you know what's really interesting what? do you know where 2011 World Cup was held where New Zealand oh really where's this one so going to you think France? it's France and France are going to win yeah and that's just that is just a really like interesting that is a really interesting fact if that does happen. Again, that's that that's pressure. That could be down to the pressure of I think the they can, France have shown during the Six Nations they can handle pressure. Yeah. Um and I think that's a really key factor. Um I think Six Nations is really hard to win and they've they've won they didn't win the last one, but they've won it under big pressure. Um they haven't done the Grand Slam to my No, they did do the Grand Slam in twenty eighteen. No. They did the Grand Slam in twenty twenty one. And I think they, they were under a lot of pressure because they were very expect the, yeah. their expect expectations for them to do it was really high. So I do think France are going to do it. I think they're going to thrive under the pressure. I think they, sometimes they, they say pressure makes diamond, and I think we've got yeah. a diamond here. I hope so. I hope so. They're doing the Olympics as well in twenty twenty four. Yeah, they? yeah. Well, they're doing yeah again. Have you seen Japan, what they're trying to do with that? Well, well, Japan held the last rugby world cup in twenty nineteen twenty twenty Olymp twenty twenty Olympics. Oh no way! Japan, and so, I love Japan. No, but um, they have you seen? I don't know. It's not not really that much sports news, but their, the Olympics. Their prime minister is it prime minister or president? Prime minister. Their prime minister is doing bits in Paris um, for their uh, Olympics. Like they're trying to make their what's their river called? I don't know. Oh, the the river, the main river going through France, uh, Paris. Sorry. And they want to make that swimmable for the Olympics. Oh, so they can do the triathlon through Paris. So they can do the triathlon. That is going to be Paris. really good. They're going to. They're going to. Oh, the, what they're doing is basically she's spending an insane amount of money. Yeah. And then I think uh, who's that? Uh, the news guy that you watch on TikTok. Dylan Page. Dylan Page. Dylan Shout Page. Out. Yeah, touched on it, and uh, it was just it was just so interesting to watch. Um, I can't. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was just a really expensive way to make Paris a greener city, bringing also a lot more money to make it even greener. Yeah, they were like getting rid of roads and shit. But the, one of the main things is like being able to make the the river swimmable, which is such a flex because if you tried swimming in the Thames, you'd probably well one you'd die, and two you'd be no, no, if you, you won't did die, you'd you won't be die. seriously ill. The amount of diseases that Thames yeah. have. But imagine making it swimmable. Yeah, yeah. That, I, like, that I, is so that is so insane. The, okay, here's the question about the Olympics for you. We've got for me the best Olympics ever is 2012 London. Yeah, uh, it was it was probably the most prominent in my life because obviously it was in England. Yeah. Do we think the Olympics this year or the Olympics after that in LA? Could, are they in LA? They in LA after France. Do what? What are we thinking about this? Which out of those three world three Olympics, London twenty twelve, Fra- Paris twenty twenty four, and LA twenty twenty eight, yeah, which one do you think is going to be the best one? 
LA is gonna definitely try. So LA is gonna hard. spend so much yeah, money. Yeah, they they'll do like a Qatar that sort opening of ceremony, ceremony. Yeah, that's gonna be so much. But also. I don't know because of the sort of people in LA I think it might be a very green thing too a lot of it's very environmental it's going to be 2028 it's like two years before yeah, yeah. two years before everyone's trying to be net zero everyone's trying to yeah, be net zero by yeah. 2030 which is a good good thing it's going to be a very green few years in sporting yeah especially after the Qatar thing where like people were literally dying they didn't really care about the environmental impacts of everything that they were doing I mean, they might have cared a little bit, but not not to well, the Qatar, extent. Qatar yeah. did not care. Oh, there you go. Everyone else <laughs> did. Everyone we cared. No, but, but what I'm Qatar saying is, did. like, I just uh, without running the risk of sounding like way too um, labour. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have any political. Yeah, agendas we don't have here. any political agendas. But I just think I, I think the next few Olympics, especially, are going to be very like world, like world based and like connecting based. And but I think that's what the Olympics are. is. Though, yeah, but like, I just mean like in terms of like we are going through the shittest period of our lives yeah. currently we, we've we just come out of COVID we just then we're going into kind of like maybe not necessarily a recession but there's a cost of living crisis blah, 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 blah. and I think you know it's kind of nice to see even if it is just a whole hoax it's nice to see people kind of looking like they care at least because that's like, that's our future do you know what I'm looking forward to for the next Olympics what I'm not going to be in the UK when I'm watching the Olympics why I'm going to be in America are you going to be li- oh. oh yeah you'll be on uh, Camp, Camp America, America. I'm, yeah. good. I'm really looking forward I bet you wish the Olympics was in America this time not yes yeah. yeah I do but I am looking forward to see how <laughs> join Camp France <laughs> <laughs> what was that <laughs> what was that <laughs> What do you Bonjour, bonjour, madam. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting for me. I, I literally thought, I had a shower thought about this. Like, how do other countries treat the Olympics? Because we kind of treat it big, but not massive. But yeah, I feel like Americans like... will treat it massive. Yeah, because America's also such a big place, too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, just check out how long the camera have been recording for. It's not been recording. It has. Oh, so there's a wreck in the bottom corner. Yeah. Is that fifty something? Yeah. Well, we're kind of near an hour. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll wrap it up in a minute. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting the Olympics. Uh, me being in America for it. But well, I'm going to quickly go through some players to watch. Yeah, do it. For the Rugby World Cup, and we'll need a list because sometimes I forgot I forget the names, but I know I know people I know about. You go through your list. I'm not going to know who anyone is. Uh. So first thing first, well, let's talk about Anton Dupont. Uh, I think he's probably going to get the player of the World Cup for me uh, he's just one of the best players of all time um, oh, I can't look at play well he's the best player in the world right now Anton Dupont and he's going to be really good looking at the Barrett's they've looked really good going into the World Cup um, I can't really think of anyone else at the top of my head right now I should have really I'm Go through New Zealand. Yeah, the Barrett's. Richmond Barrett's just looked really good going through it. I'm going to go through the team and just tell you players to watch out for. France, DuPont, Italy. Oh, that's going to be quite easy. Italy. The the, the one. Where is man? Gaz Gabrizi, their fly off. Brilliant play. Don't know anyone from Uruguay. South Africa. My play to watch for South Africa. Oh, you got quite a bit. You got Faf de Klerk in there. He's, the best. He's a very good. Is there any Esther Hazens? The, oh, there, there might. There is an Esther Hayden. Is there? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's the that's the exact same name as my dad, Andreas de Hazen. Is it your dad? I imagine. <laughs> no, because well, my you, uncle used to play for the South yeah, African. Well, I did tell team. my dad about that. Yeah. And he did he recognise his name? No, I forgot his name. Like. Grant. Grant Esterhazen. Yeah. There you go, Big Phil. Search up Grant Esterhazen. Grant Esterhazen. But yeah, well, Andre Esterhazen is a very good player. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. That's literally my yeah. dad's exact. You know what, Andre Esterhazen? My South Africa player to watch. Oh, really? Yeah, either. Good. Let's go, Dad. <laughs> um, for Ireland. Why do these guys get pictures but the others don't? Well, they just said no to South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, they said, I don't really know. Ireland. These are some scary looking Donnies. I just don't really know about South Africa. They're just really cool. The Ireland, I mean. I think they've just got a lot of good players. Um, James Lau, the winger, is decent. Um, and oh, I'm missing out. Of, I forgot which. What's the their number eight? Who's not Van? James Ryan. I think that's James Ryan. I think it is James Ryan. Yeah, it is James Ryan. Yeah, it is James Ryan. James Ryan. Watch him. I think it's James Ryan. Okay. So. <laughs> Scotland or oh, Finn Russell? Finn Ru- No, not Finn Russell. Because everyone knows Finn Russell. I'm trying to. I'm gonna. Darcy Graham. I think Scotland don't have photos either. It's the Scottish just they don't look that nice. Um, <laughs> Danny, is he, is he Scottish? Perhaps he supports Scotland, doesn't he? Ah, first. So yeah, well, you know what? I was Scotland's wingers. Darcy Graham was doing Van der Merwe. Could have played for England, but he said he said yes to Scotland. Shithead. Wales. No, you got no one to look out for for Wales. They're just shit. Australia. Same for Australia. Fiji. Let's have a look at Fiji. Who are they in their World Cup squad? Semi Rondrana. Yeah, Semi Rondrana. Just he's a cool guy. He's got a cool beard. Yeah, Semi Rondrana. I love him. Paul D. England. You know what? I know my. I know the England squad, so I can. I can do. My player to watch Ben L. Ben L. Ben L. Yeah. That's a name that I really want him to play every single game. He deserved it, and I think he's just so good. Or the England. The England squad. Alex Alex Mitchell. I think. Either former, either Alex. What or about in Japan? Japan? I don't know what Japan is. What's he trying to pronounce? Oh, actually. The thing, the thing about Japan. Dylan Riley. <laughs> so I, I forgot was... Japan did this. They sign, they have a lot of players. You just need a tiny bit of Japanese in you to play for the Rugby World Cups. Oh, really? Play for the rugby team. That's how they've been doing really well recently. Oh, wow. Because they had like all those cool Japanese names and then just Dylan Ryan. Yeah. No offence, Dylan. But well, yeah. They, yeah, well, they're my players to watch. And uh, right. we're going to sound the podcast off there. Yeah. Next time we see you, the World Cup will, be, will have their first game week until we'll talk about that. But we'll talk about more other sports as well. We'll talk about the UFC. The UFC, the, the fight will have happened. The hopefully. fight would have happened. Um, it's international week for football, so we can skip that because who really cares about international football? Uh, no. I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know. It's when it England is. play. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll end it there. Um, thank you for watching. If follow you, us on TikTok. Uh, follow us on TikTok. Um, we we'll be back on Spotify very soon. We've had problems with that. Well, how else are they going to hear it? Because we haven't got YouTube yet. Uh, the first episode's on YouTube. We are, we're on YouTube now. Yeah, we're on YouTube, guys. Yeah, it's on the Purple Established YouTube channel. Um, go watch that there. 
go watch this here wait if you if you're watching this you're already watching it yeah that makes sense all this um yeah this this outro is long but yeah See thank you, you for week. listening thank you this thank has you been for... alex crockett i've been daniel essays and i do not know if i'll be on next week's episode because this well, it looks like you're, you, you're hosting the, the exit no, yeah. i am not hosting shit i'm 90 uh, i'm surprised i've been able to keep up even 10 percent well, I'm going to try and sort some guests out who yeah, know a bit okay. about the sport. Yeah. Right, see you next week. I've been Alex Crockett. You've been listening to Sportlisp.